0: Our clients really have appreciated the solution and uh, personalized services we, and advices we offer to them. It helps us to drive satisfaction, engagement, and loyalty. All in all, focusing on customer experience is never a bad move, especially during a crisis.
1: for Series 3 of Transformation Stories from the award-winning Belltech Café. This series, we're talking innovation, commerce, emotive marketing, and career changes. We'll also dip into trends in fintech, digital health, retail, mobility, manufacturing, and speak to CEOs, CDOs, SMEs, and lots of other acronyms too. As always, you can expect gloriously unscripted discussions that shed an open and transparent light on the ebb and flow of our digital world. I'm Tizzy Philp, and welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi, I'm June Traversini, Head of Financial Services at Valtech. It's a pleasure to be here today to discuss what is the importance of customer experience in banking. And I'm really pleased to have with me today Bertrand Marceau, Head of Client Strategy and Customer Experience at National Bank in Canada.
0: Hello everyone, I'm very happy to be
2: with you today. And Catherine Gauthier, Lead Customer Experience at Valtech.
3: Hello everyone, happy to be there today.
2: Hi, both. Before moving to the CX topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about competition and the current context we are in. Banks, and traditional banks especially, have now agile and fully digital competitors such as neobanks and fintech. And when we think about big tech with their very large customer base, they have also the ability to become fierce competitors to the traditional banks. What we are seeing is more and more partnership in the last few years between banks, insurance, and big tech. And I've seen that especially in the US and the UK. I would say that for now, I see that as a win-win situation where they both find a mutual benefit providing each other with the expertise, risk management, customer base, and balance sheets. But I, I think that going forward, I believe that the big tech might want to take a bigger part of the pie and take more risk, and move into the regulated space. But let's not forget the context that we are in today. We have a global recession. We can feel the impact of inflation, and we have high interest rates in a lot of countries. If you think about all that, it has an impact on customers, and especially an impact on their mindset and expectations. And that leads me, actually, Bertrand, to my first question to you. What is your view on how to react in this challenging time from a customer experience perspective?
0: Well, in in times like this, it is even more important to be close to our clients. Proactive care, accessibility, and agility really make the difference in terms of customer experience. And as you said, Julien, we are today in a difficult economic context, which has a direct impact on customers' lives. And as a bank, we have an obligation to support our client and the community more than ever.
2: And Bertrand, do you have an example on how it was done at, uh, at NBC, how it was implemented?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Uh, a few years ago, at the, at the start of the pandemic, we reacted very quickly by offering additional solutions to our most vulnerable clients. We really wanted to have a positive impact in their day-to-day and help them in their personal finance. Given the situation, we, we didn't know in which direction our net promoter score would go. And in fact, we've seen a significant increase in our NPS, and we received many positive feedbacks. Our clients really have appreciated the solution and uh, personalized services we and advices we offer to them. It helped us to drive satisfaction, engagement, and loyalty. All in all, focusing on customer experience is never a bad move, especially during a crisis.
3: We know in banking and financial services customer service is really important. And when we talk about prediction, a uh, Gartner predict that by 2025 proactive, which means outbound customer engagement interaction would outnumber, Reactive inbound customer engagement interaction. So we see that more and more we're moving toward advising our customer before they call us instead of waiting for them to call us.
2: And Bertrand, now if we think about the current economic situation, why would you say that customer experience is so important in banking today?
0: I'd say for three reasons. Uh, First, in terms of demography, uh, we have new generations like Gen Z. uh, They have uh, those type of clients have different expectations. They are more engaged, more inclusive, more critics, not specifically about finance, but in every aspect of their life. So, we need to adapt. Uh, Second, the digital habits are evolving very quickly. Uh, Customers are now used to simple and personalized experiences. They want real-time interaction. Uh, Digital first or mobile first is really a must. So, we need to follow this evolution. And third, uh, financial institutions have basically the same offer. They all have the same products or services. Uh, There is not a huge difference in terms of pricing or conditions. So what is really the differentiator? How to do it? Uh, In fact, this is the way you deliver. This is the experience your client live. And this is why CX is so important in banking today. And at National Bank, we built this culture for more than 10 years. Client is literally, literally at the heart of our company mission.
3: And I can agree on that because I've seen the NBC evolve in the last five years in the development of their CX practice. And I think that's one of the key drivers of their current success. And now they were able to quickly adapt to the pandemic. When a crisis arises, you cannot force a cultural change. If you want to move quickly, it needs to be already there. And from what I've seen at NBC, this customer-centric culture was already in everyone's mind and many silos were already broken. So in a time of perma crisis, like we are now, this adaptability will be a game changer.
0: You're right, Catherine. This culture we built helped us break silos within the business lines. And accelerate the cultural shift, regardless of the structure.
3: Exactly. The customer interacts with their financial services provider across the business and departments. So it is mandatory to do everything we can to break silos, to make all departments involved in understanding the experience, to help develop that required transversal view of the end-to-end ex- interaction that the customer has with an organization. So when we have that view and when we broke those silo, we, we can see the pain point of the customer and the employees, see inefficiency that happen and look how we can improve the interoperability of the organization. That's a way of looking of working toward a uh, total experience, this 360 view of all stakeholders involved in the delivering of the experience and in line with this new trend that company must read of designing for a new channel.
2: Bertrand, you talk about uh, breaking silos, uh, trying to change a little bit the culture that you have uh, inside an organization. Uh, That's a quite interesting topic because I've seen that with a lot of clients where they're struggling with that. Uh, How did you do it in practice at NBC?
0: Uh, In fact, uh, it comes with a total engagement from every employee because everyone is responsible for client experience. And it all starts with top management. They have to believe in it, and they have to align all the organization. To be more specific, we put several actions in place. Uh, for example, we have cross-functional CX and UX teams working all together for all line of businesses, retail, commercial, or wealth management. Because for the client, we are only one bank. We also. Deliver client-centricity training for different positions in the organization, for example, product manager, IT analyst, project manager. That way, we empower our teams to put the client at the center of the decision and we develop a client obsession mindset. We also create new tools and KPIs to help us monitor our sales maturity. For example, you all know that risk management is really important for a bank so we decided to create a customer experience risk, which assesses the impact of uh, a, decision, a decision on the client. And like any other risk, we manage it, we monitor it, and take decisions about it.
3: And just to put emphasis on KPI, key, key performance indicator, um, we all know that CX expert must measure return on investment or return on experience and build strong business case that represent the impact both on revenues and expense for the organization on any of our CX projects. Thank you, Bertrand, for your example on, on NBC. But if I take a little step back and thinking about like all financial services from the work that we do in financial services, one of the big challenges that CX professionals are facing is sometimes adapting their CX practice to the financial culture. How to emphasize the importance of voice customer based on emotion, feeling, and customer point of view of the eyes experiencing his day-to-day interaction with the financial services within a highly regulated industry where compliance and risk management take an important role for the organization performance. So instead of trying to convince banker and financial specialists that the voice of customer should be their North Star of their decision-making process, the CX professional needs to be empathetic to the banker mindset, its employee experience, and it speak its language. And then to fit this banker mindset, banker of financial services, we need to find the opportunity to improve the experience you found. You need to define and integrate an experience risk factor, like you, you mentioned, uh, Bertrand, Customer churn, loss of trust, brand reputation to the bank, uh, to the financial service project prioritization process.
2: Well, obviously, when we think about regulated industry, they they always come with a with a risk aversion that is part of their DNA, and that has an impact on uh, how quickly they can roll out a new solution, new product, new services to their customers. But when I think on where we are today, I think it's crucial that banks. St- Adopt a new mindset, and and for me that start it start with educating and preparing their board and top management to embrace these changes. And uh, when I talk to our clients, uh, I try always to ask them five key questions, and and the first one would be: Does your governance framework is performing well to capture and foster innovation? Also, is your board educated enough about new trends, technology? to make informed decision. Is your organization ready to embrace innovation and get the required support from external innovators? And also are your employees incentivized to drive innovation? And I would say last but not the least, will senior managers be willing to take the necessary risk to push new ideas? And that's a key one for me because you need your senior managers to take the risk to push new ideas.
0: You're totally right, uh, Julien. These are key questions for, uh, for a company in the finance industry. And to be competitive and relevant for his client, the bank needs to adapt. You were talking about transformation and innovation. Uh, I would add that uh, transformation is not only about, about IT. Innovation is not only about product. All departments are concerned. From your strategic plan to your distribution channel, from risk to HR, this is more a mindset than a structural framework.
2: Yeah, you're right. And uh, and if we talk about the operational side, so uh, how banks can you know g- gain the flexi- more flexibility, I think it's really about doing more proof of concept, uh, being more agile and having more frequent release cycles, you know, because the the, the point is really to get more ongoing client feedback. And once you get that, you can adjust your solution, you can adjust your product and you gain a lot, a lot of flexibility. And to do that, clearly banks need to embrace a new digital mindset and they need also to fully embed innovation, new services, products into their strategy and their operating model. My view is that only strategies with a customer-obsessed, and I really like that word, customer-obsessed approach, uh, will be able to optimize and facilitate the consumption of their services. And that's the winning strategy for me. And their strategy, they must make sure that they are fully aligned to their services and design to maximize the value to the customer journey.
3: And we talk about a highly regulated risk aversion. Um, we sometimes think that financial or legal people manage risk and don't want to take any, but you could be surprised. In our practice, we use design thinking as a methodology to co-create the experience of tomorrow. And then I have involved many people working in finance or in the legal team to brainstorm with us. And what I realized is that including them early in the design process, helped them understand what needs our pain point we're trying to solve for our customer or employees. And I found them really creative in helping us solve these problems and help the team navigate within the law or the framework of financial services.
2: Yeah, that's a good point, Catherine. And uh, it made me think about also, so when we think about change of mindset, uh, I guess, Bertrand, you already had implemented a lot of initiatives that are related to that. So what is your practical experience with that?
0: Yes, in fact, at National Bank, we follow agile methodologies and embrace its mindset. We deliver value to the client or the employee by designing target experience, by building MVPs, and by bringing incremental value for the the user. We also do a lot of user testing and receive a, a lot of feedback from our client to improve their experiences. This approach helps us identify six CX, CX opportunities where some perceive constraints or challenges. You were talking about regulation. In the past years, whenever we must comply to new regulations, we always explore how the new capabilities can be scaled to offer a better experience to our client.
2: And do you have an example on that? Because it's always uh, regulation is always tricky, I think, to have a good example about what, what did you put in place uh, at NBC?
0: I think last year we we needed to put notific a notification system in place to help client manage their f- person- personal finance. So we leveraged the mandatory notification system and we put in place new proactive communication at specific and critical moments of our customer journeys. So it's like a win-win situation. We we respect the regulation and we optimize client experience. And by this, by doing this, we create efficiency.
2: It actually led me to thinking about the, the next question, and uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Bertrand, a little bit more about cross-sell, upsell, and whether you think it's still a thing uh, with the customer experience re- revolution.
0: It's a good question because those two words uh, were uh, for a long time uh, in the bank industry because uh, banking was a product uh, business. Uh, it used to be all about cross-sell and upselling and pushing product to clients. Today, this, uh, this vision no longer exists. We cannot push whatever we want to customers and expect them to react positively. It is more and more people and service business. And in this relationship, clients have now a leading role. Of course, at the end, there will always be products and solutions, but In first place, we need to understand client needs by gathering data. We need to focus on the long-term engagement and create personalized solutions and build end-to-end journey. And to measure this, we need to know our client lifetime value. As you know, a dollar sign is always a great way to get bankers' attention.
2: I wanted uh, to know a little bit about the the client lifetime value. So uh, can you describe a little bit how you you created that metrics and how you do, what do you do with it?
0: Yes, uh, of course. uh, I would say that this is the value you put on the relationship with each client. It is a predictive revenue. So a dollar sign taking into consideration all the actions a client does and will do in the future. So it is more than a revenue based on product margin.
3: Exactly. And I want to stress that, as mentioned by Bertrand, instead of looking at cross sale and off sales, look at customer lifetime value if you want to create loyalty and engagement. If you build your relation only on offers and low prices, you will develop your customer price sensitivity and you will be at risk with your competitor and the startups that come up with new offer and opportunity to switch. The more your customer use your services and find them convenient and trustworthy, the more you will know him or her, and the more relevant your offer will be. That's the focus you need to have a long-term relationship. And we talk a lot about personalization, but it's, and we know it's no longer a nice to have, it's now a necessity, and financial services are no exception. In fact, how can we use the data provided by our client all along its experience to refine our knowledge of his behavior and use our customer research and journey along with other discipline to develop content strategy, relational marketing, and experience tailored to their needs. And finally, maybe I can ask a little bit about, I would like to know your thought on the place of human touch in the future of banking experience,
0: We talked about it earlier. Banking industry is evolving very quickly. So our customer needs and expectations. Uh, So there are many strategies today that we can see from pure digital to hybrid models. Uh, The future of banking is not written yet, but uh, I really believe in my opinion that uh, one thing remains, the human touch will stay.
2: And uh, we talked about, uh, you know, the strategy you mentioned about uh, digital hybrid. uh, So which direction uh, are you taking at NBC? Can you tell us a little bit more about your strategy?
0: Yes, of course. Uh, At National Bank, we believe in people, uh, client, employee, community, and it is at the heart of our mission. Uh, at the end of every every journey or process, there is always a human that we need to understand and help through his financial journey. So, we adapt according to a client. So, for example, uh, for simple needs and daily transactions, we leverage the digital revolution to give our client autonomy and self-serve tools. But even there, you always must have personal contact capacity if the client wants to talk to someone at a certain point of his experience. On the other hand, when you look at more complex financial needs, the reality is different. For wealth management customer or company owners, it is all about the relationship. We need to build personalized solutions and provide a team of experts to answer those complex needs. It is even more true when we are in difficult economic time like today. Client wants to turn to their advisor, and because they trust him, they want to talk to someone. Uh, so the the human touch, I think, will uh, will still stay.
3: Yes, trust, Bertrand. That's the key word. In fact, new business technology arises and can be inspiring for innovation and transformation of the banking industry. However their integration must be done sparingly since, as mentioned by Bertrand, trust is what customers are seeking. Customers need to be able to speak to a human when they need to be reassured, to ask questions, or just to create emotion at a certain moment of the journey. Customers are also seeking convenience and value. So by analyzing the journey of the customer, we can evaluate each moment where a human will create value-added emotion or experience. And If at some moments a technology will better serve the jobs to be done of the customer, well, let's utilize it. That's why I was saying uh, integration of technology must be done sparingly. The point is to be careful not to utilize technology only to gain efficiency or reduce full-time employees. One of the key metrics of the dashboard should always be customer satisfaction and, as we mentioned earlier, client lifetime value.
2: Thank you both. I think it was we really had a, an interesting conversation today. We share the same, I think, views that uh, customer obsessed strategies, I think, will succeed in the future. So you need to talk to talk about to your customer. You need to think about your customer. You need to be obsessed with your customers, and uh, and changes need to happen today. Huh? Uh, especially if banks wants to stay relevant with the next generation of clients, changes are for today. And uh, I want also to thank our audience for listening to this podcast and uh, if you want any further information on what Valtech can do for you what our services please feel free to go on our website so have a great day everyone
1: you've been listening to the latest transformation series from Valtech Café Hit subscribe to get access to our whole back catalogue of conversations. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, why not visit us at valtech.com for all the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.